Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. I would play this for no other reason than having a singer on stage getting whacked in the face by a cell phone. Yeah, that video was nuts. Love a good pop culture reference to start the show. <laughs> Shout out to BB Rexa for taking a, a bump to the face. Yeah, and not the way most singers do. No. <laughs> <laughs> See, what you See what I did there? See what you did there. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Sons of Slam. My name is Chris Mindell, along with the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black. Sir, it's been a minute. Welcome back. How are we? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How are you? Summer's starting to kick off, but yeah. we are getting rain for the next week and a half. Fun times. Uh, fun. Uh, it's like getting a cell phone to the face. God. I was uh, like black, you. black and blue. It's harsh. And you hit the beat drop, too. Nobody even yeah. did that. <laughs> <laughs> That's how professional I am. Um, man, we got a lot to talk about. Sorry, Biba. I know it's. I, I still. I think she's on my list. Let me lower this a little bit. I think she's on my list. If I have to say, I, I I like them thick and I like them cute, and she's both. And so yeah, she's up there. <laughs> she's <laughs> she's up there for sure. <laughs> um, yeah. Let me ask you this: When did you get introduced to BB Rexa? Because this actually does pertain. I to this show, kind of. It, it, I think it does. Um, I will say for... Uh, see if I can find that song. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, this is also always... Not introduced, per se, but more like um, made it to the mainstream. I think for me it was this song. Lost me on this right now. Just me, myself, okay. and I. All right, turn it off. I get it. Yeah. That was it. What about for you? All right. You? But I didn't know who she was mm. until, like, I'd never seen her mm. until that WrestleMania where she sang uh, oh, right. uh, America's America Beautiful. Beautiful. That's right. Yeah. And then everyone was like, whoa. Yeah. Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Who's that? Oof. Uh, uh. Hadi <laughs> McHadi. Um, man, we got uh, we got a pay per view. We have a premium live event next week. We have 
people just leaving factions and joining factions. We have unpronounceable names being entered and all that. (laughs) All those doors being entered from the back and names I can barely pronounce. And Kevin Kelly. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get into it. (laughs) Um, Where the hell do we even start here? So there was an article, first off, and I've been saying this forever in a day. Um, there was an article here that uh, basically stated as far as what I said a couple weeks ago um, that was reiterated by your favorite person, um, Dave Meltzer, on Wrestling Observer Radio. Me? Uh, no, that I said this, but uh, it was repeated in this article by your favorite person, Dave Meltzer. That's why I said my favorite person. Your favorite person, yes. Me? Yes. <laughs> Me? That's, that's, yeah. that's a lie. That might be that's like saying like That's like saying Vince Russo is my second favorite person. <laughs> sarcasm son uh <laughs> yeah so he basically states that um the brand split is seemingly o- over in less than two months welcome to uh duh <laughs> um yeah the uh the draft held back in april uh made a huge big deal by uh triple h by paul himself uh and then basically the next week we had uh uh the tournament for the the title <laughs> on both brands so that didn't really last too long. Yeah, I didn't so much enjoy that tournament per se because you knew that that once it, once it came down to Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles, you go if AJ Styles pulls this off, mm-hmm. they're gonna have they're they regardless they've already backed themselves into a corner, mm-hmm. right? Unless they had another belt ceremony <laughs> for for the SmackDown uh, Heavyweight Championship. Oh, um, and shout out to all the uh, all the the new belts also because uh, you know I'm I'm good with it. I appreciate that we don't have to go with red and blue anymore. Although, although apparently Roman Reigns feels like he can still have all three belts. <laughs> it's not- so here's the thing: I don't think those belts are so much a a a sig. Uh, uh, I can't fucking speak this morning. They are not a. I told you not to smoke. It does not signify championships held by Roman Reigns anymore. They are more props for Paul Heyman. Oh, yes, exactly. That's what I tell myself to make myself feel better. Sure, sure. <laughs> because I also think it is absolutely erroneous that he does that. Yes. <laughs> erroneous on all counts. On all counts. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it makes absolutely no sense. But it, listen, if I was Roman, I'd be like, you gave me this belt. I didn't I didn't earn this belt. You gave me this gold awesome belt. I'm going to keep these other two belts. Like you didn't say I could think you didn't take them away. I think that yeah, that's true. Do you think that uh, 10, 15 years from now, it's going to be a placebo, not a placebo effect. Uh, uh, what's the other type of effect? Mandela effect about Roman Reigns' championships. People are going to say, yeah, he held one blue and one red. Like, no, he held the black and the blue one. <laughs> the black one. Right? The black. That's right. The black and the blue one. Um, I guess. I guess it's just it's just weird. The wrestling's so weird. It's just it doesn't make any sense. Because I feel like people now are even going, yeah. There's a red one and a blue one. Right. I don't know. I feel like people are too easily confused. They were always always confused by idiots. The, by, <laughs> idiots always confused by the little things. Uh, what else I got here? Let's see. Yeah. Uh, SmackDown viewership spiked during the uh, the last segment. Um. And what I can, again, just repeat on loop as the best storyline that WWE has right now. Um, keep it going till it's completely dead. And even then, you can still have it going because it is, for, uh, other than what the matches were for SmackDown, 
which I could probably tell you, um, going through it, it was okay without the last segment. The last segment just the last segment and every segment of bloodline related stuff leading up to Jay's decision, much like LeBron, um, was very uh very intriguing. <laughs> I'm taking my talents to Ooh Speech. <laughs> I'm taking my talents to the ones. <laughs> uh, so viewership spike during a SmackDown for that uh, segment there. Uh, mightily. Uh, what else we got here? Can we just get, like, a, at least a nomination in the Emmys? Because, <sighs> God damn, man. The acting that both Roman Reigns and Jey Uso have been pulling off over the past, what, three years now? Yeah. I do have to is give, fucking phenomenal. I have to give credit to to Jay because I always thought Jimmy was the better, and I say this with the biggest of air quotes, wrestling actor. Um, because you could tell, like when you have like an entertainment wrestler, go on. Correct. Yes, exactly. Entertainment wrestler. <laughs> I just heard that recently. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the idea of wrestling acting, and I'll I'll do it on a scale from. I'll do it on a scale from Dana Brooke to Jimmy Uso. <laughs> That'll be my range. <laughs> That'll be my range. From the Where does Roman Reigns fall in that range? I'm gonna say Jimmy Roman J. Because I always thought that Jimmy in, in especially with all this going on and Sammy's Wait, age, Jimmy. Jimmy Uso, yes. Before oh. before Jay got his spotlight, it was it was Jimmy. Jimmy was the one that defected first, so he had the spotlight. So his turns, if you will, gave him the opportunity to have this the spotlight. And then Are you the, talking about the right Uso? I'm talking about Jimmy Uso, the one that defected first. This bloodline th- this bloodline storyline Okay, the super did, kick from two weeks ago. Correct. The, the this, okay, this all right, you are correct. Go bloodline storyline has done nothing for me but to for two things. Entertain me immensely and for me to differentiate which brothers who <laughs> so now i distinctively yeah, know point. who jimmy is and who jay is i didn't know until the bloodline storyline i was like oh there's the usos and they they look alike um yeah. one yeah. of them is very clearly more fit than the other this and is the other and and that fit one has shorter hair that's jay that is jay <laughs> <laughs> and he made it well known on friday how fit he is um yeah. But yeah, so Jimmy, Jimmy, be more like your brother Joshua. Whoa! <laughs> Listen, when you start bringing shoot names into this, yep. I go, okay. Yep. Now we're going to shit. Just got real, real. We might as well just talk about the whole segment right now. So I, I will. I yes, from acting skills from Dana, who's just God bless her. You know, they, they're they're really trying. I, I give I give WWE credit. They're really trying to do something with her, even if it's NXT, just like Mustafa Ali. They're just trying to maneuver things around to make it you know seem. Like they have something here and give her that shot. God, she's just awful on the mic. <laughs> just she reminds me God of Jillian awful. Hall. Yes, I will say. But even Jillian Hall had some emotion when she, you know, was screaming. She could garner a reaction. Screaming at JBL um, with that. Exactly. Mu- or singing at the top of her lungs. Yeah. And, and she had practically breaking every glass in my house. She had emotion and which Dana Brooke lacks all of. <laughs> There's yeah. zero emotion when she speaks. Uh, so from that, my range would go from her zero <laughs> to Jimmy right now. Um, but Jay is a very Jay and Roman, I'd say, are like close second, third. Um, but good God, just the the anticipation of will he, won't he? I think most of us thought he would <laughs> uh, defect Bloodline. Um, although I I would not be mad if they did like if they initially had him defect from Jimmy, and then the brothers went at it in some sort of storyline because that would have been 
pretty epic, I think, having Jimmy versus Jay <laughs> at some point. But yeah, not I, what we got. I, I remember hearing people toss that around for SummerSlam, but I was like, I don't know. I don't know how it would. How does it play out after that? Right. I feel like that's a thing for them you have to do once. Also, you know, some people just don't want to see. You don't want to see the. You don't want to see demolition go up against each other. True. You know what I mean? True. You don't want to see the road warriors go up against each other. Mm. You maybe want to see the new day go up against each other, but even then you're like, no. Yeah. Some of these established groups. Like I see the, the beginning of the end. I don't want to see the Hardy. I'd never, if the Hardys never went against each other, I would have been perfectly okay. Although it was entertaining when, when they did. um, uh, Yes, they did it correctly. All the compound (laughs) matches that they had in like TNA and, yeah. Oh, that I'm not talking about that. That was amazing. Yeah, that was awesome. Mm-hmm. That's its own separate thing. I'm talking about strictly in the WWE. Gotcha. Okay. If their WWE body of work is just that, I'm perfectly okay with that. If they go to TNA and do whatever they want, that's all fine. And good. <laughs> Agreed. Okay. Uh, before we get to that, let me let me just make a comment here as far as the the rest of the card for for SmackDown for June 16th. Um, the Gauntlet match that they had for the uh, number one contenders for the tag team titles. I just want to point out, although the winners were pretty deadly and they're getting the push of a lifetime in a span of three weeks, three, uh, like a month. Good God. Where is it? Think about where it is. It makes sense. Think about what, what where is their title match. Oh, um, I don't know where London. Oh, of course, London England. Because they're 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 doing SmackDown and Money in the Bank and Money in the Bank back to back nights. Well, right, it's Saturday. Yes, it is Saturday. Yeah, they're doing it back to back nights next Saturday. Um, so pretty deadly with the win. But <laughs> my most intriguing part of this entire thing was the absolute squash of Hit Row. Yeah, and I don't like it. and the news coming from all this is that Top Dollar. Has major heat backstage. Oh wow! Wow, deja vu all over again. All over again, and uh, what a fall from grace going from uh, uh, the what's what's the, the treasure show <laughs> that he was on on A and E. WWE hidden treasures, most wanted, unwanted treasures. Uh, going from host. That's not true. They had some dope treasures. I listen. I I the Macho Man uh, episode. I I thoroughly enjoyed. Yeah, um, but yeah, he he went from from hosting of that to getting absolutely squashed <laughs> in a matter of thirty seconds in this whole gauntlet thing. Um, yeah, there's there's apparently major heat on top dollar and uh, not really reports as to what happened, but yeah, backstage he's not liked apparently. So there's that. Um, so pretty deadly is number one contenders. Uh, the beginning of the end for damage control as we. Saw that for past couple months. Uh, what are we doing with Grayson Waller? Are we just going to have him as a host the entire time because he's better than this? And I feel like it, time is that it's a slow burn. Yeah, it's a very slow burn. Because <laughs> let it let it let it take its course. Mm. It's been a month. Oh jeez. Yeah. <laughs> <It's>... Oh boy. <laughs> um. It's... Let it let it go. No, how long we let, going? Let it let it ride. How long we ride in there, buddy? <laughs> I don't know. He is a great, really good wrestler. I, I feel like he is. Yeah, this is this is a waste of a talent. Um, 
I do like the. Although he is in like the top, like the, the Grayson Waller effect is in the top storylines. Maybe not the top men's storylines currently, but it is in the top storylines. Of lines. all the talk shows that, that WWE has, it is in the top of the, <laughs> of the storylines, considering that it had Charlotte Flair and Bianca Belair. Yeah. Um, and Bianca basically uh, kind of going uh, in her own off script kind of deal with the promo that she cut, which I, I was kind of impressed. But yeah. I still don't like because she's trying to act heelish, but getting the, the reward of the crowd. Um, I think I think it's time for her to go. It's time for her to go full balls. Yes, balls to the wall. She didn't. She didn't. The, the irony also is that I said this in the beginning when she got drafted and she she was brought up. Her push for as champion in WWE was in the the getting called up was obviously bigger than NXT because she never had it over there. But she was such a great heel in NXT that yeah. I'm surprised that they never utilized that when they had her brought up. And I guess you know in McMahon when when they brought her up, McMahon saw something in her as far as a face, and it worked. To, to his credit, it, it it was something that did work, but now you know time goes on and we have to kind of evolve our characters, and she can stay the EST in a heel form, which she did in NXT, and it was a great it was a great character that she had. Also, um, the EST character is a heel character. The EST. I've been saying this yes. from day one. Correct. It is a heel character. Mm -hmm. You cannot call yourself the meanest, the roughest, the toughest, the strongest, the best. And not be a bad guy, right? That's like Razor Ramon calling himself the bad guy at first, but wanting to be cheered. And he was didn't be me face. He was he, he, well. Eventually, he was one of those. Honestly, he was. <laughs> I, I, eventually, I, he became a face. But that's one of those anti-hero kind of turns that wrestling. That he's one of the first, to, like to have that kind of like he's he's a bad guy, but people like him. Like it wasn't Stone Cold. Yes, <laughs> you're absolutely correct. But it's not the first that you see him. It's a good guy with what is supposed to be a bad guy gimmick. Right. If the bad guy came in as Razor Ramon and he was like, I'm the bad guy, but he's coming out to help all the good, all the baby faces. Mm. It doesn't it doesn't make any sense. Uh, That is true. That is true. But yeah, it, it's. It's weird because now you have this situation where uh, Bianca is going to hopefully maybe turn kind of sort of, but Charlotte is not really there as a face. She will always be a heel. She will always be the greatest female heel champion of all time. And just like Charlotte's practically a part timer at this point. Yeah, she really is. <laughs> she I'm okay really with is. it, too. She really is. There, there are characters that should always be heel. You, you kind of deviate from that because you want to change things up. I get it, like Becky Lynch, which I read another article on that, which uh, I found interesting. I, I wanted to bring this up to you and the audience. There was an article that stated that the heel turn that she recently had hurt her character immensely. Your thoughts? Big time Bex? Yeah. From the man. Hurt hurt her character? Mm -hmm. I, I wouldn't say hurt her character. Mm -hmm. I would say it's more of a from the from the breaking of the nose mm -hmm. to now it's kind of like a two steps forward one step back type of deal yeah it does it didn't exactly send her back to square one but i i i can understand how she feels that it, it kind of was a detriment to her character which was weird because you think that that would kind of carry over 
I mean, she's just basically a female Seth Rollins. <laughs> entire. Uh... Yeah, but look at where they put her. It's the situation that the WWE put her in. Okay, what was, when she came back, what was the situation? They they squashed Be- uh, Bianca Belair at WrestleMania. Hmm. But that was right the- off the right off the bat. You have who was supposed to be a good guy coming back as a bad guy to squash somebody who is a good guy who has the gimmick of a bad guy. And yes, okay. I do use "guy" as a gender neutral term. Get over it. <laughs> anybody said anything but okay i think you're you're i said i said it to myself in my head i go eventually i'm gonna have to put girl in there and you're pre i my brain doesn't think that fast your pre-anticipatory anxiety there uh just like jumped immediately to it uh yeah <laughs> like they're gonna come after me i gotta i gotta beat them to the past uh carrying cross congratulations finally won a match uh santos escobar oh, mazel top mazel uh santos escobar and la knight was in a banger <clears throat> banger of a match and uh la knight getting the uh the end there with the the beat down on santos he's gonna win the money the money back yeah yeah he's definitely winning and by the way the uh another thing i read uh the reason why they had him as um as max dupree was because they thought that his age would get in the way of him being a major player and yeah, I saw that too, and immediately I go. I mean, I knew that from day one. As soon as they brought him in as a manager, I go, oh, "They think he's too old." He's forty. I mean, yeah, he is kind of old, but also all of the that's that's wrestling prime at this point. It really is. Sting is sixty. What one, two, three, three? <laughs> he's still. I just keep going up. Uh, yeah, that's how age works. I was gonna say a number. I'll keep going up until I got the number, Dick. <laughs> Fifty-seven, Eight, nine, nine, ten, sixty-two. <laughs> keep going. No, sixty-three. Ah, I was close. Yeah, was close <laughs> enough. Um, and then the yes, the Emmy for Best Actor goes to Jay Uso for his absolute perfor- uh, work slash work slash kayfabe performance that he and as you mentioned before, bringing out the real names. Anytime you can say Joshua. You the prom king. <laughs> he, he was so Be more like your brother, Joshua. <laughs> he, he was so he was so into it that he forgot his lines. That's how much he was like because you saw him pacing back and forth. He said prom prince, prom king. Like he he had to get back on into track, but he was so into that character and so into that script that he you just saw just see him just like building up that rage and that 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 emotion into it until he said you out. And I'm out too. <laughs> I think I watched that. I must have watched it 20 different times because it's just the way he did it and then pushed off from Jimmy and just kicked him right in the face. <laughs> he kicked Roman right in the face and the crowd went absolutely batshit. Uh, Solo coming after uh, after him, uh, Jay ducking and Jimmy hitting him with a super kick. Um, and then the two of them doing super kicking on Roman just to solidify it and the, the fitter of the two brothers ripping off his shirt over Roman. Of course. And uh, SmackDown fading to black. Just uh, what a what an ending! What an absolute ending! And just perfect. Every single time the Bloodline has come on screen and had these kind of promos, where it's just like it, it is storyline defining. It, it delivered it, every single time. There has not been a it, it going to from Sammy to Jimmy to this. There has not been one situation where the Bloodline storyline has faltered. Uh, not not a one and if if there was there was one then it it was barely a blip on the radar because they they came back and 
kudos to uh, the, to the tribal tree chief for putting this all together and having him and and Heyman come up with these stories and having the creative control given to them by Triple H. So they listen, do your thing, and they did, and it's been absolutely great. So, you know, it, it's it's rare in in wrestling when it comes to storylines where it, it's it's so captivating. And I said it last week, or two weeks ago, as far as just having like you know the Austin the McMahon storyline having. Um, you know, in, in in other companies too. You know, CM Punk and MJF having uh, Kenny Omega and and Brian Danielson, like these storylines that just will kind of define things for them. But for WWE, the biggest company in the world, this is that. This is that. And it's been how many years since we've had a storyline this major? Fifteen years. You know, I mean, it, it's kind of gone. Fifteen. You think that's it? Uh, as far as major storyline. What are we twenty three? Okay, maybe more. <laughs> maybe more. Maybe we're going back to the uh, the. I'm saying the significance of this storyline. I don't think we've seen uh, even before that. I okay. don't think we've seen it since Macho and and Hogan. Really? Like with the let me, I, you can make the argument. I'm saying Austin McMahon for McMahon Austin. Yes, I, I'll agree. I will agree with that absolutely. Mm. But I'm saying like the level. I don't know. I think this is. I'm 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 a young buck compared. I'm a counterfeit young buck compared to or whatever CM Punk said. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm young compared to I guess most wrestling fans in yeah. the world. Yes, I think. Yes, you are. <laughs> uh, so that might be recency bias, uh-huh. but I uh, I will argue that this could be the greatest storyline in wrestling history. Okay. I will say it's one of the longest storylines in wrestling history. Um, and I think that's what makes it the greatest is not. because it's been at the main event for three solid years. Yeah. I think, I think if I, if I, if, if you look at it with Roman Reigns being the champion and them from the get saying, listen, we're going to have a long-term championship plan for you. If, if anybody else had, this kind of longevity with like, say if Hogan had a, had this kind of storyline from the get go, he'd be, you know, the damn storyline would go on for six years, but this, this going from, from COVID, which also helped with timing too, because there was nothing else going on. <laughs> like this was, this was major having Roman do the kind of heel turn that Cena might've benefited from also, although McMahon should have benefited from McMahon didn't want anything to do with that, but apparently it was okay for for Roman Reigns because he he himself in interviews had said that his big dog uh, character that was out it was done it was it was over, and so he needed a new change and this was the change and it 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 worked <laughs> it obviously worked and the the addition of having Paul Heyman just put it way over the top and it was in hindsight needed and it just bring everybody else in the family in on this. And kind of just going by the you know, timeline. This is what we're going to do here, here, and then the addition of Sammy also added more to it. I think the addition of Sammy also extended it more than they thought it was going to be. Like I'm sure there was no point in time where they were like, you know what, in, the, in, in April of 2022, we're going to have Sammy Zayn come in and, and join the. Like, that was, I'm sure that was not part of the the equation, but damn, that worked. <laughs> like that whole thing worked just because Sammy is such a great great character on the mic. Um. And then that whole storyline went through, and then that you know, splinted off into them being the champions, and then the Usos. That which that led to this with the Usos breaking off in the bloodline. The whole thing is just absolutely insanely good. And uh, kudos to again, kudos to Triple H for letting them do their thing. 
the only thing that could make this storyline better. There's not much, but the only thing that could make this storyline better is if Roman has a f- one last feud with the lunatic fringe, Dean Ambrose. <laughs> That's the only thing that'll make it full circle. I'll say the same thing about AEW and the Bullet Club. Okay. Mm-hmm. It won't be complete until both Finn Balor and AJ Styles have at least stepped foot inside of that television program. Well, do not, I repeat, do not hold your breath. I'm not. <laughs> it will never Not happen. at all. It will never happen. But but I know where the full circle lies. The the, the, the weird not the weird thing. Yeah. That's a by the way, that's a solid trade. One they, they each get six months of a storyline. Mm. AEW gives John Moxley to the WWE, and in return, the WWE gives AJ Styles and Finn Balor to AEW. Six month contract. Like a loan, uh-huh. <laughs> and you just do it that way. Everybody puts their bows and they they cross their t's, they dot their eyes, and we all go on our separate. The ways real after. forbidden door will go down. The real forbidden door. Yeah, it's not this fugazi forbidden door with New Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No offense, no offense. <laughs> not this half forbidden door. Yes, full on. Open that door. Come on in. The ward is fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that was SmackDown, and SmackDown was absolutely just brilliant. Uh, with, with just because that the last segment alone, and again, the, the Santos and LA Knight match was, was really good. Um, moving on, I think this is gonna be a very AEW centric uh, episode of Sons of Slam today because we had a Saturday night show that was. Oh, but before we even get to that, um, I do not repeat, do not watch rampage on a regular basis but when you I, have i used to but i don't I, no I, I used to as well but the card that they had for this um especially the like the two main events that they had going on uh caught my eye and my ear so i was like you know what i'm gonna watch this um united empire versus chaos by the way i thought was uh a great match to start things off with i watched that one um also, by the way, do you know this this Friday Rampage, which was taped yesterday, uh, spoiler, um, will be the first time that MJF in history has appeared on Rampage. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just seems like it's such a weird thing. He's he's beneath, you know, he's above uh, Rampage, it's beneath him. Um, let's see. So, yeah, blah, 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 just moving. Oh, yeah, so the mixed, the mixed trios tag match was actually what caught my, my eye. I wanted to watch this because I wanted to see... I wanted to see Aubrey Edwards taking on Karen Jarrett, to, if you, in all honesty. I love a good, stupid match. And yeah, stupid matches mixed in with matches like Kenny Omega you know, against Will Ospreay, whatever, uh, I am all for. And especially when you can get Papa Briscoe, who, good God, what a stiff forearm <laughs> from that guy. He's, he does not work uh, loose, huh? <laughs> yeah, so, good Lord. Papa yeah, that clothesline will make uh, <laughs> it'll make JBL proud. There you go. <laughs> we'll just put it like that. <laughs> put it like that. Uh, and Aubrey Edwards, shout out to Aubrey to have this match, but it looks like she's never thrown a working punch in her entire life. <laughs> like nobody showed her how to throw a punch. She literally just went into windmill girl fight mode, 
She's not supposed to know how to throw a punch. But she can, she's a ref. But she can she can put on a, a, a figure four like nobody's business. Oh, I mean, I, I can put on a figure four like the best. <laughs> All right? That doesn't mean shit. Shout out to Aubrey Edwards uh for the for that one so rampage was was fun and and also the um uh the uh Takeshita match with uh don Callis. by the way the their intro and the uh the video board with the two of them as far as what were they they were like minotaurs yeah so funny. and it's just a crowd of booze so funny just absolutely so funny um and against Bam- that wasn't even the most significant figure four of this weekend no it was not uh, we'll get to we'll get to collision in a second um and uh, also Bandito, who's excellent, an excellent wrestler. Uh, n- another article read that Conan does not like Bandito. He does not does like the not Bandito. Like the Banditos, uh, simply because it's a unwritten rule that if someone calls you, I mean, this should be written rule for life. If someone calls you, you either pick up the phone or you call them back. And apparently Bandito did not do that <laughs> with Conan. Any call that Conan gave to Bandito, he completely ignored. And so he, I guess he feels some sort of way towards Bandito. I Understandable. Just, I get it. I, I guess I just found that interesting. Um, okay. Saturday night, Collision, our debut. Don't get to did talk. We predict, did we predict the theme song before, before anybody even knew about it? <sighs> did we? I'm pretty sure we had a song on a previous episode a couple weeks ago, maybe that might have been, you know, may or may not have been an Elton John song. I mean, what kind of money? What kind of money do you have to have to have Elton John <laughs> be uh, your theme song? Pounds? How many pounds? I don't know. I just said pounds. Okay. I thought that was going to be the joke. Millions and millions of pounds. No, you said what kind of money? What kind of money do you need to have Elton John to be your theme song? That her. kind of money is pounds. pounds. You need pounds. <laughs> Thank you, genius. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Saturday nights are right for fighting. Is their theme song for Collision? Uh, I, I immediately hyped. And if you <laughs> if you told me that I'd be hyped for an Elton John song to be a theme song for a wrestling event, no, I would have said get out of my face. But no, it it absolutely was. Absolutely was. Uh, yeah, I can't. Per- I can't imagine another Elton John song being good for a, a wrestling show. Saturday Night's Alright for Fighting. I mean, although to be fair, nobody thought Great Balls of Fire for a wrestling show, and and it was. What was it? Great Balls of Fire. Great Balls of Fire. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness gracious! What well, it was it though? Because <laughs> I, I think we only had one of those. It wasn't because they didn't use the song. Oh, that's that was the problem. It wasn't that yes, the, that was the problem. It wasn't that it was a stupid ass name for a for a, uh, a pay per view. No, got it. All but right. I'll tell you what does make sense for a pay per view: Fastlane being from Indianapolis because yeah. Indy five hundred. Mm. <laughs> and life is a highway. Is that the uh, the theme? No, come on, you're better than that. Well, go ahead. Put on Rascal Flats. Life is a highway. No, Rascal Flats. Over... Tom Cochran. Rascal Flats. Oh, okay. All right. I mean, I'm a. <laughs> What, what do you have? I'm a millennial, dude. That's, that's Rascal Flash yeah, to me, yeah, brother. I know. And that's so what we're talking about. Youngins watching wrestling. Yeah. Same what? as Route 66. That's the Rascal Flash. <laughs> <laughs> that does not invoke uh, anger. <laughs> uh, <laughs> me watching no, wrestling. dude. The theme song for Fastlane has to be Life in the Fastlane. Oh, Come on. Eagles, of course. Yeah. Mm. What are we doing? That seems very slow, though. Like a very slow song. No, it's not. The tempo's very slow. <laughs> It's not that slow. 
dun, 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 dun. Like it's. Uh, let's see here. Um, I hope I filibustered enough for you to pull it up. I did. Yeah, see, this is. It's the tempo so slow. Unless I speed it up. <laughs> no, forget it. Yeah, dude. I want to go. I want to do it. Speed it up. He had a nasty reputation as a cruel dude. Now go wrestle. Now go wrestle. That guitar riff sped up is way better than it is like that. (laughs) Now go wrestle. Uh, Yeah, so anyway, collision with Elton John kicking things off. Just absolutely insane. Um, And then exactly how Rampage began uh oh also by the way the the announced team for collision kevin kelly and nigel mcginnis uh kudos kudos to uh to tk for putting that together i thought that was uh i thought it was really good i think that they need it's supposed to be they need a third well it, there is supposed to be a third it's, but he took a tumble recently well and then he came out for the end and he didn't sound good at all. And, and he didn't sound good at all. And then it came out after a couple of days after that he was going to take some time away from the commentary booth because he, he should, because he took the tumble, but I'm saying they need a third, like a permanent show third. Yes. Like, like, like that's not Shivani. No, that's not Shivani. Like dynamite has three do or Excalibur. I no. need a completely yes, separate. third. Absolutely. Third. Absolutely. And, and it, yes, announcer Dasha Curry, which God, I'm gonna put her on she my list. She was great. Too. She was great, but I have one thing. She's so hot. I don't know. She is. She's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. But one thing. Mm-hmm. She introduced him as Buddy Murphy. I don't know if how many people picked up on it. I did not pick up on that. But go back and mm-hmm. listen. Mm-hmm. She introduces him as Buddy Murphy. If not, I gotta lay off the sauce a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh well, I'm gonna I guess we're gonna have to find out in the, uh, next week. Um so yeah, so listen, it's the first show. We get some mistakes, like yeah. like that. Kevin like, Kelly calls him Andre Idiololo. <laughs> I don't know, something like that. <laughs> uh, we'll, I'm gonna get that in a second. CM Punk kicking things off with the show, and he brings comes down to the ramp and has uh, wrestling shoes around. <clears throat> excuse me, around his neck, and, and a red Crown Royale bag, and a red, <laughs> large, very large, <laughs> uh, Crown Royale bag, and. Uh, he, he's he, the whole premise of the of the spiel was uh what was it stop me if i'm telling lies uh, yes and uh boo me cheer me love me hate me you all do it because you know i'm right by the way in chicago they're saying this too and he got he got a couple boos uh david zasloff calls me one bill phil david zasloff warner brothers one bill phil you can call me whatever i don't you want. know uh, I was hoping that you had an idea. Uh, I'm the one true genuine He's article. in the wrestling business. I do know that, but go on. Sorry. I'm the one true genuine article in the business full of counterfeit bucks. <sighs> Shots fired. Ooh. The king is back, baby. And all I have. I'm sorry. And I do have a lot of things to get off my chest. Uh, and then tell me when I'm telling lies was the, was the line. He. It's a, well, why would I change? Um never compromise and there's people that think that they owe me an apology i've grown older this is by the way is all you know the the idea of him having to get on the mic and people want answers and what they want an explanation as to what happened oh. with with the uh uh yes. time out 
before you even go any further sure before cm punk even said a word mm. he made a call back to one of his notorious promos i don't believe it was the pipe bomb but one of his promos in the wwe mm. he took off the aew sleeve from the microphone mm. and threw it away he threw it away yes he did it on Monday, I was too. like, oh, ho, ho, Punk's going in. Sorry, it not Monday. He did it on Wednesday. He did it on Dynamite, too. Oh, did he? He did, yes. Yeah, I missed the first. I'm not going to lie. I missed the first 10 minutes of Dynamite. Yeah, no, he, he, he did it on Dynamite, too. Um, but uh, let's see what else he, he said here. Uh, so, yeah, so everybody was looking for, for explanations as to, you know, since it's the first time we've seen him in nine months uh, since we've, you know, since the uh, all-out brawl out. Um, I've grown older and wiser in my years. If you feel you're owed an apology and you're here tonight, I'm sorry that the only people softer than you are the wrestlers you like. <laughs> Tell me when I'm telling lies. This promo was just absolute fire. Uh, yeah. Last time you saw me with my triceps meat hanging down, I held what is in this bag. And that's when he held up the large crown royal bag. And obviously it was in the shape of a belt inside, which he never took out, which I, I like mm-hmm. that aspect. I like that he did that because... MJF has the belt, but you knew what was inside. It's mine because I earned it. I won the dog collar match. This belongs to me until someone can pin me or submit me for it. And there are those of you who are praying that I'm going to put these boots down in the ring and walk off into the sunset. But until there's somebody in this company that can fill my boots, they belong to me. Tell me when I'm telling lies. And he dropped the mic. Fill my boots. Get it. Get it. Get it. Fire (laughs) promo. Fire, Fire promo. And this is why I see. This is why I... He might be one of my probably my favorite wrestler because and and he's back. He's back. Chris is back. <laughs> Fucker. Chris is back. Fuck it. CM Punk is my favorite wrestler Fuck again. I don't CM give a shit. Punk. And he and, and the thing is too like I'm looking in, in the, for the the main event when he he wrestled with FTR. I'm looking at at parts of it when he you know like he he didn't look as good as he used to be when he came back to AEW. He was very green. Like there were there were spots that he just absolutely fucked up. This is why he got hurt so bad. That main yeah. event that he wrestled in, he looked great. <laughs> like I, I'm trying to pick apart the match and see if he had any any spots where he actually screwed up. No, he didn't. He didn't fuck up at all. He was great on the mic. He was great in the match. He was great in his in his promo in uh, Dynamite and he calling himself out. I'm a collision guy. I'm not even supposed to be here. Uh, you know, it was just the whole thing. Fucking CM Punk. Damn it. You had me at hello. Um, <laughs> TNT Championship. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Yes. The one thing I don't want to happen with the CM Punk thing mm-hmm. is I don't want it to be a bunch of one-liners from the elite or towards the elite, excuse me, every week. Uh, that's not good with me. Mm-hmm. I need him to, I need it to go somewhere. Which it, it has be. to pick up traction and the elite and cm punk need to come together and work it out behind the scenes so that they can fucking tear each other apart in front of the audience hmm. maybe is, do you think that might be leading to london i sure as shit hope so man i mean if they have time because he did say a counterfeit buck line notice he didn't take any jab at kenny mm-hmm. he did not because you what do you say to omega you really good. What's no, but what's the what's the opposite of Omega? What's the dig towards anybody who's named Omega? Say I am the Alpha. You are the Omega. Doesn't matter. Mm. I'm number one, bitch. <laughs> mm-hmm. hey, didn't, to well, which he, he replies, but I'm the final solution or some <laughs> bullshit like that. I don't know. <laughs> hey, you just like write, write the scripts yourself. 
Uh, yeah, yeah. Nothing. Tony Khan. No, yeah. Call me. Call me. That's, that's this. Let's work. <laughs> uh, we'll get to CM Punk also. Uh, recap the match also. Um, the TNT Championship match with Warlow against Luchasaurus. I, I got to tell you, I'm I'm not mad at the the results of this match. We can have it's okay to have a belt. It doesn't happen every every week. Like you know, everybody's exaggerating. It's okay to have a belt that gets c- competed for on TV, on said network, that changes hands. You can have it like for a couple months. It doesn't have to be like year long. Everybody expects these belts to just be held on. Someone wins the belt and it's held forever. It's it, it's okay. It's it's all right. The TNC Championship has become that belt. It it doesn't make it any less. At least for me, it doesn't make it any less. But the fact that now Luchasaurus has is now your new TNT champion, with Christian Cage holding said belt as champion, I thought was hysterical. I thought that was probably one one of the best heel moves you could possibly have is having the guy who is in control hold the belt up as if he won it, and and Luchasaurus is is absolutely fine with it. I I love that whole aspect of it. It's a different take on it. It's a different work with the belt, with a belt. And again, this TNT championship, just get used to it. Get used to the fact that this belt is going to change hands every so, couple months or so. And that's just it. That's just the, the way it's going to work. Can I tell you what I like the most about it? Sure. I like that it was won and defended on TNT. Yes. And the TBS championship was defended on Dynamite. On TBS. On TBS. There you go. It's the little things. (laughs) You just stick to the script, man. You just follow it. It'll work. I'm telling you. It works. (laughs) It just all works. Um, So, yeah. So, we have a a new champion again. The the idea of Christian holding the belt uh, while on Luchasaurus's shoulders, just I thought was hysterical. Um, Powerhouse Hobbs, speaking of the belt, uh, Powerhouse Hobbs and QT Marshall are being interviewed. Uh, and then the return of Andrade El Idolo, or as Kevin Kelly has said, Andre El Idolo. An, uh, uh, Andre Idolo. I think if we, if every wrong time he said it, we should have taken a shot. Like just be like, take a shot of tequila, and we you'll be drunk in thirty seconds because he screwed up that name. He fucked up that name a lot, <laughs> and it was just cringeworthy to listen to every time. Where is Tony Khan in his ear? It's Andre Andrade. It's not Andre. It's Andrade. Andrade El Idolo. <laughs> Andre wore a singlet, Andre, dummy. <laughs> Andre El Odilo. God. And then Buddy Buddy Murphy. <laughs> Buddy Murphy Buddy was Murphy fucking. I I Julia, lost it with Julia Hart. Uh, Buddy Matthews with Julia Hart. Um, and what, what fucking I, probably the match of the night. I, at least for me, was it was my favorite match of the night. But not because, well, because of the match was was great. But also the callbacks to their significant others. Oh, uh, was uh, lovely. The the the, the clover was the cloverleaf for uh, yeah the cloverleaf cloverleaf with uh, Buddy and Rhea Ripley and then Andrade going to the figure four finishing off and then full blown figure eight full blown figure eight and everybody just going in the crowd woo and he won it with the figure eight and you know, again shout out to uh, oh and also the the move that which you never I've never seen him do before he did that that somersault into the Hurricane Karana on the outside of the ring. That seems like a Charlotte move. He did that, like he did the the, the somersault. The, the when they were on, he was on the ap- the ring apron. But yeah. he but he was on the floor. He did that handstand somersault into oh yes the Hurricane Rana on, yeah. on the floor. I've never seen him do that before. It seems like a like a. Charlotte. I don't know if I've ever seen Charlotte do it either. 
but that's definitely that's definitely a Charlotte move mm-hmm. because she was a fucking gymnast. Right. So <laughs> I mean, no way that Andre uh, has done that. Yeah, no would have done that before. But yeah, he, no way Andre Idol is doing that shit. <laughs> Andre Idol. <laughs> God, Kevin, the dude, he's so good. He's a really good commentator. You could pick up that name. <laughs> just, again, he has ears. He has an ear set, and they're they're ringside too, which I I like that aspect too. Um, but Lord, <laughs> butchered that name tremendously. Uh, but Andrade has took the win on that. Uh, promo with Scorpio Sky. He's coming back. Um, missed him. I tremendously. just want to see SCU. That's it. SCU, yeah. <laughs> I miss SCU. Uh, Tony Nice calling the crowd fat and going into a group training until Miro comes out and we have the return of the Redeemer. Um, give, give that guy a belt too, man. He's way over, way over. And and also read that he apparently admitted freely that he has no creative control in AEW, which is kind of disheartening. Um, because he, so who's he's so doing good. creative for him? Tony? I don't know. Possibly. Most likely. <laughs> well, right. Most Touché. likely. I mean, <laughs> but I, I don't know. It, it just seems weird that he was just like, it, it's not like he's changed characters from WWE to here. It's just he's a more meaner character, not not so focused on the, his nationality as opposed to just him destroying people. Uh, he's more close to the Rusev Day character now than he was when he first started AEW. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because now he's just a dude. You know what his backstory is. You know all that shit, but he's just a guy. Right. So hopefully that works out in his favor. I'm hoping that the new show uh, does that for him, too, because he, he needs props quick. Um. Also, the whole night was just absolutely incredible. Uh, Will Nightingale and Sky Blue taking on uh, Ruby Soho and Tony Storm. First of all, Sky Blue, oof. And oh, oh, triple oof, oof. and uh, she has come a, a long way in her her talent. And oh yeah, just the, the moves that she did, man. God, it's, oh, the match was really good. And being also from Chicago, uh, she got a lot of a lot of uh, pops there too. So um, also shout out United Empires, um, Kyle Fletcher. Ah, Chicago's up because that's her new boo. So shout oh. out him. Oh, <laughs> good for him. Yeah. Lucky bastard. Dumped Dante for a freaking. <laughs> Did he? For an Did Aussie. She? Yeah. I mean, I don't know, but I know that she was going out with Dante Martin at one point. Now she wasn't. And now she's going out with. Is that an upgrade? Kyle Fletcher. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oh, uh, Ricky Starks declaring himself for the Owen Hart Cup tournament. Jeff Jarrett in his. <laughs> what I heard online is his, uh, his wrestling renaissance. Um, he, I gotta tell you, like between between the match that he had with uh, Aubrey Edwards and Karen Jarrett, and then this match uh, that was on Dynamite uh, with Mark Briscoe, I, 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 the I third give, ever concession stand brawl, which ended did not end in, with the concession stand. It was kind of weird that way. Uh, yeah. Jeff, Jeff Jarrett and his comeback. Kudos to him. Uh, the acclaimed, <laughs> given the the four way uh, scissor with uh, Tony Giovanni. Um, a little uh, document stealing uh, dig there, uh, which I I enjoyed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, CM Punk and FDR in your main event versus Bullet Club Gold and uh, your ROH World TV Champion Samoa Joe. Um, I will fully admit, and I had to go back and kind of see 
the rivalry that Samoa Joe and CM Punk had. Because it was referenced every five seconds, <laughs> they, they, it wasn't like if, if you and if you didn't know about it, then it would they forced you like myself to have to go back and check it out because I had no clue that CM Punk and Samoa Joe were in, in a Ring of Honor feud. I knew they were in a wrong, Ring of Honor feud. I just never like watched it. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> I never saw any of the matches. I saw highlights. That's like, that's I think exactly. they may have been in a dog collar match at one point. That's exactly what I did. I just watched highlights uh, from Ring of Honor. A young punk. <laughs> and a young Joe. And a young Joe. Um, Bro, that was like 20 years ago. Oh, there we go. <laughs> they've, they've both come <laughs> a long way. Oh, my uh, God. CMFTR. If, if I see that shirt, I'm, gonna, I'm definitely getting it. <laughs> CMFTR shirt. Um, but you look good. I, listen. Punk- Chicago made fuck the revival. Fuck the- yeah, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> it, all, it all makes sense. Uh, CM Punk looked looked great. Uh, Samoa Joe being Samoa Joe. Um, uh, it's, I, I again. I, I thought it was. I, I thought he looked better than he did in his first go around with AEW in this one match. Um, and uh, and hopefully again, Jim Ross gets better because he sounded like he sounded like shit. <laughs> he did like. Yeah. It wasn't like he, he forgot his lines or anything. It just he, he had like his gravelly voice was like all kinds of weird sounding and if you see a photo of him his his right eye is completely black and blue and swollen uh yeah, completely he, shot shot he took he took a uh took a tumble so uh hopefully he gets better soon um but we had ftr and cm punk get the win on that one and uh pb rex and jim ross have matching shiners <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh jimmy ross jim ross this is for you all right that's enough um <laughs> That is collision. And I hope you're feeling all right. <laughs> that's a long intro. All right, that's enough. I just screwed that up. Yeah, it's yeah. a long ass intro. Uh, so listen, if collision is as good as dynamite, which it was, and it can they can consistently do this every single Saturday, God, it's gonna be it'll be great. And this is what Rampage should have been, but the aspect of it not being live killed it. So. Yeah, well, the first couple episodes of Rampage were live, so that was good. But we knew right after that that they weren't going to be live. They were going to go taping, right? They were going to go tapes. So that's that's pretty much what killed it. So I also like that they're doing Ring of Honor or something before Rampage. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, no, they're doing Ring of Honor before Collision or something like that. Ring of Honor before. Yeah, I think they're 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 taping Ring of Honor TV. Before collision. Before collision. Right. So that's good. At least you get the two for one. Before. Yes. <laughs> always do yeah. always do these before because I mean I know they want to get the, the crowd. Well you can't do it on a fucking Wednesday. Nobody's gonna show up to the arena by fucking six PM on a Wednesday. Right, this is true. But the, I know they want the crowd shots. I want I for production they want consistency and uh it, and that, but it is tough. It, you know, it's like you guys with with the uh, dynamite. You guys left. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna stick it out, see what happens. But it, it's tough to sit there for three hours of just wrestling. I, I and, think the know. only time we stayed for the full rampage was like Hook's debut, when it was just me, you, and my cousin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think that was it. That was it. By the way, those are great seats. Yeah, do it again. Uh, let's see. Then we get to Dynamite. Dynamites. Um, 
Did I mention the fact also that uh, we had, was it last week, we had uh, the return of Eddie Kingston? Yes. Yeah. Your boy. Yeah. He's, uh, he explained also, which I thought was very funny on, on Dynamite, uh, his, his chubby demeanor. I'll, I'll just leave it at that. Um, yeah. Let a... me put on this shirt. <laughs> also, you can now very clearly tell that, that the segment was taped. Yes. Yeah. 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 Because well. obviously the Bucks weren't there. <laughs> Kenny wasn't there. Nobody was there. Uh, the Hardys taking on the guns, which. <laughs> uh, God, I'm such a wrestling nerd. Austin Gunn, their intro. He he did that, like, the gun thing with the water spitting out. I'm gonna yeah. start, I gotta start doing that in the shower now. <laughs> like I'm just gonna start. I used to do that with with Triple H when I was a kid. It was like go in the shower, just put water in my mouth, and just spit it out. Now I got to do that with Austin Gunn. Like he did the 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 fire the finger guns with the the water spitting out at the same time. I thought that was that was pretty cool. Anyway, nerd. underrated water spit out of a pro wrestler, mm-hmm. Road Dog. With the Spurs Attitude Era Road Dog when he did the when he was humping the air. Yeah, it was like poof, poof, poof. yeah, <laughs> it was like a, poof, poof, like a sprinkler. Poof, poof. <laughs> <laughs> uh good callback um the uh uh so apparently jeff the, the hardy's uh wait, what am i talking about here um going 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 i'm trying to get get my notes here um yeah we had the bullet club that's right uh, there you are. there we are bullet club <laughs> so uh jeff jeff uh getting the double ddt on the guns uh, and then the guns uh, rocking Jeff with the uh, 320 to Yuma and Austin pinning Jeff Hardy for the win. But then that's when all all hell broke loose. And uh, the reason why they lost was because Bullet Club Gold interfered. Um, so then they came in after the match to start beating down on on the Hardys until Ricky Starks came in, tried to make the, the save. He's getting beat down. FTR came in. Uh, they were all outnumbered. Took a while, took a while, took a while. Chance CM Punk were coming, no music, and then all of a sudden you just hear cheering, and you see CM Punk just run to the ring. Yeah, that was uh, that that was pretty nuts. CM Punk on a Wednesday, never thought I'd see it in my life again. Mm. If I'm being completely honest, yeah, and then- I thought we were just gonna do. You stay on Saturday, you guys stay on Wednesday. We'll put you in completely separate corridors for the freaking pay per views, and then we all just you know. Uh, Bob's your uncle. Bob is your uncle. That should have been part of the promo. Uh, yeah, as I mentioned before, he said that uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a collision guy. I'm not even supposed to be here. But if you want to fight so bad, we'll make it official and we can kick your asses on collision. I'll see you chumps on Saturday. Now hit my music. Mic drop. I love CM Punk. Um, <laughs> All right. Calm down, Mark. <laughs> I am a Mark. I'm a, I'm a filthy, dirty punk Mark. Uh, the concession stand brawl. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> They just had a. Uh... Oh, hello! They just had. Um... Was that Tommy Wazoo? <laughs> oh, hi, Mark! List of the worst actors of all time, and it was like Tom Green. Uh... No, oh, you can't say that. That man fucked a dead moose. <laughs> My bum is on your lips. Uh... <laughs> Paulie Shore was on that list, and then Steven Seagal. Ha- bro, no, stop, stop it, stop. Steven Seagal. Steven... All right, that one I agree. Okay, with. okay relax. <laughs> Steven Seagal was number two, and your number one worst actor of all time was Tommy Wiseau. Let me tell you something, okay? You're tearing Paulie me apart, Shore. Lisa. Paulie Shore, mm-hmm. in the army now, mm-hmm. Biodome, those two alone, okay? <laughs> the, the, the fucking list is completely incorrect. Uh, 
Man, dude. Biodome. And what's your name? <laughs> Purple Sticky Punch. Come on, man. Fucking great movie. It was it? Yeah, it was. Okay. You were too old for it at the time. I was too old. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Watch it in 2000 as a seven-year-old and be like, this is fucking hilarious. What, what year did that movie come out? It was before you were even Which born. Which one? Biodome. Biodome, I think, was 90. Before you were even born. Seven, I think, in the army now might have been ninety six. Oh, By the way, I was born in ninety three. All right, so fuck off. Biodome ninety six. So you Told were th- you. You were three. Great. Yeah, I know. I saw it after. Mm. In the army now was ninety seven. I saw it when it, it first great. Came. I saw it at three years old when it first came out. No. Jeff Jarrett versus Mark Briscoe, and another one where it just by the end of it, it just absolutely falls completely apart. Even though the match was actually really good. Um. <clears throat> When you have <laughs> Satnam Singh, uh, what a weird spot, push him off the ladder onto the table, and then fast forward to them getting into the ring, and then all of, uh, what is their faction even called? Do they even have a name? The, the Jarrett faction? What? Jeff Jarrett faction? Double J. Wait, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> the Double J faction. Uh, yeah, with Lethal. It's Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett. Jay Lethal, I'm sorry, Triple J. Uh, Jay Lethal, Jeff Jarrett, uh, uh, Satnam Singh. Uh, it's Sanjay. Dutt. I think they call it Outlaw. No, Lethal Outlaw. That might be a thing. Lethal Outlaw. I don't know. Okay, you think you just made that up? Uh, I might have. You think you did? Uh, Christopher Daniels coming in. Best friends ran down. Lucha Bros got into the whole thing. Um, no, the, all of the Ring of Honor all guys. Ring of Honor guys came in to uh, to support their boy uh, Mark and uh, even Papa Papa Dukes was sitting at the uh, the timekeeper table <laughs> with Jay Lethal and he just absolutely pounced on him and uh, gave him the stiff the stiff clothesline. Um, yes, shout out to the Ring of Honor and everybody that uh, came to to represent um, uh, the BCC backstage with uh, Takeshita. Uh, so they're, they're taking on the elite for Forbidden Door. Uh, Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara, and Suzuki, who I, what, what a character. Uh, taking on Action Andretti, Darius Martin, and AR Fox. Uh, Darius Martin getting in some shots and also taking some shots because, whew, good lord. Um, that, that one, they, that one, uh, elbow, uh, forearm to the head that he took from Suzuki, <laughs> like knocking to the ground. Ufa, ufa, ufa. Um, they need to make reference to Suzuki's um, MMA background more because it makes him more more lethal. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever heard of Pancras in Japan. No. But it was like a hybrid MMA pro wrestling type of gimmick. I, Steven's going to give me shit on that for sure because okay. I'm definitely not doing it justice. Okay. No. But he was one of the co-founders of it. No. And it's like Boss Rutan has fucking come up through Pancras and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Just go look at some fucking pancreas fights. They're absolutely insane. Fair enough. Fair Those motherfuckers will, they're practically dying in the ring regardless. Uh, but I feel like they don't mention that enough. The appearance of, again, when you say, say a wrestler's name, they have to appear. Um, so Jericho get on the mic after the match and calling out Sting. And Sting get, come, uh, comes into the ring and <laughs> puts his arm around Jericho. <laughs> it's like, come on, guy. Uh, I thought that was very funny. Um, and then Darby Allen getting booed for uh, saying that they're going to reveal who their partner is going to be at Forbidden Door uh, on Collision. <laughs> and that that's going to happen a lot. There's going to be a lot of, and you'll find out 
this Wednesday at Dynamite. You're gonna find out yeah. Saturday at Collision. Oh, boo, blah blah. You know, gotta you gotta gotta give the people what they want, and uh, that's gonna be waiting three days until, until you uh, until you get the next result. Um, yeah, I want to point out something. Uh, Pistol Pete put in our group chat. Sure. Uh, they need a tag team partner, right? They need a, a third for their trio. Mm-hmm. Pete said, "What if it's Goldberg?" <laughs> I mean, would you be mad at it? Honestly, no, no. You get Goldberg versus Jericho, and then Jericho can just rip into him as far as like WCW days and how he just, yep. you know, buried him. And <sighs> is that a first time ever too? Have you ever seen Goldberg versus Jericho? Um, in the WWE? Oh, WWE? No, WCW. Oh, in WCW? Yeah. He's, I don't know if they. He was one of the one hundred and sixty. <laughs> Imaginary number. Allegedly. Allegedly. Right, yes, allegedly. Air quoted number of uh, undefeated people that uh, Goldberg went through. Um, Has I, Roman Reigns passed that streak already? No. Three years, man hasn't beat 162 people Goldberg in a row. fought every fucking week. Roman Reigns hasn't fought since 2022. I'm exaggerating, but still, the, the point's made. <laughs> the, the point is See, made. See, now that's your anxiety coming out. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. I'm, I'm making an exaggerated point that the fact that Goldberg at least fought every week, whereas Roman Reigns, God love him, <laughs> he's going to have this thousand-day reign, um, no pun intended, and also about to pass uh, Pedro Morales this week uh, for his second all-time. So just, it's absolute upset. Second. I think it's second, yeah, right? No. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, he I'm sorry. has He's... to go through Hogan, Backlund, and then right, right, no, right, Backlund, sorry, Hogan, and then uh, Bruno. I thought Backlund was second. Okay, so then it's Hogan, Backlund, okay, and then Bruno. Okay, got it. Right, right, got it. Right, right. I'm mixing up two and three, right? Don't fourth, call me out. Fourth, fourth, fourth. Okay, got it. Um, talking. He's to gonna make. He's gonna podium. Like he's, he's gonna make the podium of longest before the. Not, Let's say not, he doesn't even Bruno. make it to Bruno. <laughs> not Bruno. And there's no way in hell. We're not, ah, da, da. This is not. Listen, Don't say never. This is not, never say never. This is not 70s wrestling anymore. There's Let's no way say in hell. he doesn't get there. Okay. Oh, backlash 2028. I swear to Christ. If I'm correct on that, Wait. and by backlash 2028, he is the champion. That will be the end of this show. <laughs> it will be my ultimate, my you, ultimate call. You understand that where, no matter where it is in the world, in the world, we have to be mm-hmm. there. If, if, if we have to call that. If, if, if it's going to be like in Australia, <laughs> twenty twenty eight, in twenty twenty five years ago, in twenty twenty three, we mentioned that this would never get surpassed, and we're about to do it. We have to fly wherever it's going to be. Yeah, that's true. Backlash twenty twenty eight, hailing from Tel Aviv, Israel. Oh, jeez, <laughs> oh, that's going to be rough. I oh. sweat, man. I don't know. <laughs> By then, our our relations with. Uh, with Iran or better, or, you know, whatever hated country you know hates us now, we'll 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 do it there. God, yeah, oof, it'll probably be in Riyadh or some shit. <laughs> Which honestly, I'd rather go. I'd rather spend more time and go to Australia. Yeah, absolutely. Ah, like, I, man, it's all right. You miss, a, you, that's just time travel. You fall asleep for twenty four hours. You're there. Right, right. <laughs> I could I could see my brother also, and uh, yeah. Yeah, that, good. Make, we'll make that happen. Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy. Oi, oi, oi. Uh, <laughs> Eddie Kingston walking in in in, in screen when the uh, the elite are making their promo. Um, You're <laughs> here's the thing. I don't like you guys. I don't respect you at all. 
but I hate Claudio more. <laughs> Listen, you know, all wrestling sense. This is this is wrestling logic. I don't like you guys, but this this asshole I hate more. So you know what? Let's fight. <laughs> Let's fight with with each other. Uh, I'm going to say this once, and sure. I'm never going to say it again. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so you need to listen very closely because right. if you ask me to say it again, I will not. Okay, go. Eddie Kingston mm-hmm. did look at Kenny Omega mm-hmm. and said, "Hell, you tried to blow me up." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Eddie Kingston needs but- to now find a uh, a partner. <laughs> by the way, for and I was thoroughly disappointed at the end by his choice in partner. Mm. If I'm being honest, apparently the entire group was <laughs> the entire chat uh, text group was. Uh, yeah. I will. I will say this: the video that you, that I saw. I saw the video before you sent it to me on Instagram. But the <laughs> for Fight Forever, the AEW video game that's coming out next week, their exploding ring match. Mm-hmm. Th- that look of explosion is, is what, what I want. Is what you sh- should have been. Now, granted, not only would the wrestlers inside the ring be dead, but everybody in the first four or five rows would have been dead as well. Because the explosion was was catastrophic, it was a hell sacrifice to do a business. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, it's like Oliver. It's like Oliver. It's like uh, Gallagher when you ha- when you knew the watermelon was coming. You had to wear the poncho to cover yourself. You wear like wear a suit that would withstand an explosion because you know you're going to get in the in the front row. Nah, dude, you just you tarp off the first row. Because that's yeah, the first that's, two rows, I would like say Monster the, Jam, the first section. Dude. You can't get front row seats to Monster Jam. You get a hit. You're gonna hit in the eye with fucking dirt. You, it, well, in this, you're gonna get hit with, in the eye with the fragments of body parts. <laughs> no <laughs> death, death and destruction in that ring. No, the, the, dude, the explosion was was catastrophic. What are you talking about? They'd be, no, it, just have someone north south in the middle of the ring, and they'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> that was like several sticks of uh, C4 just going off, and the entire ring just exploded. Like. There's just ash. <laughs> that explosion was way, way over the top. We can find a happy medium where they actually live instead of it being like a fizzle, <laughs> like it was for the yeah. that one. That'd be great. Anyway. A trap door going all the way into the basement. Yes, they can do a trap door. It explodes, and then they the trap door brings it back up on t- into the ring. I think this is this is how we do the magic. The wrestling. There magic. you go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so Adam Cole, baby. And uh, MJF are uh, blind eliminator, a blind eliminator tag team tournament uh, 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 partners. Yeah, you got it. There you go. Yeah, that's the word. Um, because shut up, Shivani. That was fucking that was very, great. That was very funny. Because uh, wrestling, um, I'm not tagging with him. You want to, you want to wrestle every week? Where are you? Some sick pervert. <laughs> um, I'm not mad at this at all. And then Tanahashi appeared on the screen, and uh, we're going to get that for Forbidden Door with MJF. Yes, absolutely. But like I said, I'm not mad at this at all. Um, this was a perfect way. Listen, everyone always fucking shits on the two random freaking, what you call it, being th- the two random wrestlers being thrown together in a tag team, mm. and they try to make it fucking work as a tag team. Until they, okay? they wrestle each other. Until they wrestle each other. Mm-hmm. But all I'm saying, the bar was a great tag team. Stone Cold, the, the two-man power trip was a great tag team. The two-man power trip? Yeah. What was that? Uh, Stone Cold and and uh, Triple H. Wow. Remember that at all? Yeah, dude. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on. Uh, it's... They were great. Just And this one makes sense. 
It makes sense that they're doing it. Oh, we're going to have a blind eliminator tournament. We're just going to throw two random people together. They're explaining it to us, mm. which WWE has never done. They'll just go, we're going to take Raquel Rodriguez, and then we're going to put seven other women on a dartboard, and we're going to throw a dart. Whoever it lands on, Liv Morgan, cool. You guys are tag champs now. That's the uh, that's the, the Vince McMahon way. Where's where's my dartboard? Uh, Orange Damn Cassidy. <laughs> Orange Cassidy and Shibata. Katsuyori? Katsuyori Shibata, Shibata. yes. Yeah, okay. All right. By the way, that's a delicious bread. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get the bacon, egg, and cheese on the... Uh, you um, know what? I'll take it on the Katsuyori Shibata roll, yes, please. Yes, yes. Delicious. And it's very spicy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. Against Daniel Garcia and uh, Zach Zaber. Junior. Yes. Junior. Um, I just... <laughs> between... Uh, Suzuki doing the the pose with Jericho, which I thought yes. was hysterical, and uh, uh, th- them all doing the uh, the slow the the slow kicks. That was uh, very funny. I, I think it's <laughs> I think wrestling is just great. Um, we love wrestling. Wrestling is great. Wrestling yes. is great. Yeah, and uh, Orange Cassidy with the win, and then all four of them grabbing onto the international belt. <laughs> um, I don't think I don't think Orange Cassidy. We'll get to the card as far as what's coming up uh, for Forbidden Door to close out the show because uh, that is this Sunday. Um, Alex Marvez is talking to uh, Will Osprey. Um, he said absolutely hates Canada uh, with Don Callis, Canadian himself, coming in saying he needs security. I, I like that he's trying to slowly gather people for the family. Uh, Chris <laughs> Statlander taking on uh, Ty Valkyrie. Chris Statlander with the win. Um, uh, Eddie Kingston was in the ring to, to reveal the fifth member of his team. Um, yeah, that's let's see here. What else? Bop, 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 bop. And that was it. There were so many different possibilities that we went through in the group chat, right? It was great. Marty Scroll, Kota Ibushi, everybody that you wanted, except the, the person that you said that you didn't want was the one. <laughs> yeah, the Ishii. Well, because Steven brought up Ishii, and I'm like, oh, it's gonna be Ishii, mm-hmm. and I don't want it. And sure enough, it was. Um, until Danielson was in the ring, and then Okada's music hit, and the pop that he got, God, jeez, you'd think that he was in uh, AEW. Well, Chicago's a fucking wrestling town. I mean, um, aside from the CM Punk and and Young Bucks bullshit, mm-hmm. we can call it now. I think mm-hmm. uh, uh, Chicago is one of the best fucking wrestling towns in probably the world. Um, the Hardys, specifically Jeff, cannot travel to Toronto. He is banned from the country. Oh, well, why is that? Because he does bad things. He did bad things. Um, yeah. yeah, sorry. Sorry to Jeff. Um, so they will not be <laughs> forbidden door. But Oh, so that's why Jeff is taking a quote-unquote time off from AEW because mm-hmm. they're doing fucking Canada for the next eight weeks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and we haven't seen him in eight weeks, in two months. Uh, let's see here. So our... Car- wait, wait, wait. Does that mean... Hang on. Does that mean Jeff can't, Jeff can't go to London either? <laughs> Is that true? Why would he be able to go? To, why can he not be able to go to Canada, but he will be able to go to the well, Europe well, or, can, or Britain? Well, Canada, you can be barred and banned from two separate countries. You can go to one and not the other. That's true. Right. But you forget that the one above us is the Commonwealth of the one that we uh, you know, got away from. Still. What? What? You didn't know Canada is still a commonwealth of they, London? 
of England of of the greater United Kingdom. Yes. Their money still has the fucking queen on it. Or maybe the king now. I don't know. Oh. Yeah. Well, more you know. Anyway, um why do you think their colors are red and white? Duh. <laughs> what? The English flag is red and white. The there's blue in there too. No, that's the Union Jack. That's the that is the uh flag of the United Kingdom. I'm talking about the flag of England. Oh. Look at you. Yeah. Learning me. Yeah. Hmm. Get used to and, and and oh, by the way, spoiler alert, all that happened before I was born. So <laughs> fuck off. Yeah, a lot of that happened before uh, any of us were born. Um okay. So I have Athena taking on Billy Starks for uh women's Owen Hart Cup tournament first round. Kenny mm-hmm. Omega uh, taking on Will Ospreay for the IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship. Yep, uh, Brian, so far, you're good. Brian Danielson versus uh, Akata in a singles match. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sonata, the uh, IWGP World Heavyweight Champion, taking on Jungle Boy Jack Perry, which uh, a lot of people online are looking at this as the turning point for Jack Perry when he turns on Hook. Just putting it out there. I'll be okay with that. Just putting it out there. Uh, By the way, if he turns on Hook, Jack Perry's fucking uh, uh, TOS. That's it. It's over. I am not a fucking Jack Perry fan anymore. <laughs> if he turns on Hook, no, no more. Oh, right? no. it is. I mean, yeah, probably. But then I'm gonna, I'm gonna reluctantly do it. <laughs> I may even skip that. Tar- I may even skip Tarzana when it comes on in my fucking I song. I don't want. I, I mean, in my car. I don't want to sing this. Tarzan boy. Yeah, Tarzan. Uh, MJF. What's the, wait, wait, wait. What's the name of the fucking? Oh, it's Baltimore. Baltimore. Apologies, Tarzan boy. Uh, MJF Apologies. taking on. Uh, here we go. Hiroshi Tanahashi. Yes, I got that. There you go. A W World Championship. Um, call me Kevin Kelly. Fuck you. Uh, the JS with uh, Chris Jericho, uh, Sammy Guevara, and uh, uh, Minoru Suzuki taking on Sting, Darby go. Allen, and TBA uh, Goldberg. Um, <laughs> Goldberg. I mean, more than likely, it's going to be someone from New Japan, mm, right? Right. Because uh, you know, Forbidden Door and all that. Uh, BCC and uh, Takeshita, and uh, oh, there you go. I, I, I know, I know. And uh, now say but, his first name. Uh, Kanosuke. Oh, look at you! Go fuck yourself. They grow uh, up so fast. <laughs> <laughs> this one, I'll, this one, I'm going to butcher tremendously. Uh, Shota Umino. Close. Ah, fuck. You're close. Accents in the wrong spot. In the in the, in the wrong side. Shota Umino. Umino. Taking on uh, the elite with Eddie Kingston and uh, Ishii. Tomohiro. Tomohiro. There you go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> CM Punk taking on uh, Kojima, which would, by the mm-hmm. way, was it was supposed to be uh, Tashita. Kenta. Uh, Kenta right? I'm sorry. Yeah, Kenta was like, no, nah, fuck this. Because <laughs> yeah. if I'm going to lose, it makes no sense, which makes sense. Um. Orange Cassidy, uh, Zach Zabers Jr., uh, Shibata, and Daniel Garcia for four-way match for the International Championship, and Tony Storm taking on Willow Nightingale for the AEW Women's. So they they can't they can't have matches that are just AEW, <laughs> but, uh, you but know. they're not. But they're not. That is technically a Forbidden Door match. Uh, that's true. Because Willow right, Nightingale right. is right. The, a New Japan yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, champion. Yeah, yeah, right. Take it easy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All shut right, up. Shut the hell up. Uh, that is it, everybody. That is it. Is there anything else that we need to talk about here? Um, 
Oh my God. Rest in peace to the Iron oh, Sheik. Yes, God. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. That almost happened for a second week. <laughs> we recorded recorded two weeks ago. We were like, oh my God, we forgot to talk about the Iron Sheik. And uh Oh man. Yeah. That was almost bad. <laughs> Shout out, Cheeky Baby. Uh rest in peace. The um the the resurgence. I I would say he was more popular after wrestling than he was during his career. The the <laughs> the comments that he make, especially when he was on Howard Stern, all Hogan related stuff. Um, just it, it was just absolutely hysterical. And uh, you know, his his work for for wrestling, taking off the belt from Bob Backlund, he was a mid champ. Like not not mid card, he was a mid champ, meaning that he was the the middle ground between getting the belt off of Backlund. He was a turnover champ, heading it over to to Hogan, <clears throat> um, and an incredibly hated uh, heel, uh, and he did a great job in in doing that. And so you know, rest in peace to the Iron Sheik, um, Sheiky baby. Uh, yes. I still want to do those freaking those workouts that he did in the bars the bars that he had that you just like wave around the back of his head i'm supposed to know what those are called and it's right on the tip of my tongue but i can't remember right now uh well hopefully by next persian clubs Mm, they're clubs of some sort iranian clubs i know the bag that you use is a bulgarian bag i know that persian persian meals i'm I'm guessing I'm guessing M I E L is how you spell meal. No, the sheet came to the ring with 75 pound Persian M E E L S meals. Huh. Yep. Yeah, so Persian clubs. Persian clubs. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there, you, there you go. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that is it. Thank you so very much for listening to us. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your little brother and sister. Uh, Sons of Slam on Twitter. Hit us up. Not if they're too little, though. Listen, they can bitch and moan to us. That's fine. Hey, all right, go. <laughs> Uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts is where you can hit us up and listen to us. Thank you guys so very much. Uh, We always appreciate uh, the comments that we get from you guys and just the back and forth. And let's let's talk again. Twitter, Sunday Slam Show. My name is Chris Mindell. That is the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black. Sir, enjoy Forbidden Door. Peace. The Sons of Slam Podcast.